everybody, and welcome to Nation. My name is Jersey, and you are here. Welcome to WCR Nation. If this is your first time listening or watching, thank you for checking us out. Hopefully, it doesn't suck that bad and you want to go back and listen to or watch some of our previous episodes. So definitely do this. We're in like the 20s right now, so you got tons of stuff to catch up on. And if you are part of the nation, what is up? You guys are the reason that we get to keep doing this show. So thank you very much. If you're part of the nation, that means you watch, you listen, you comment, you subscribe, you do all that good stuff. And most important, you've gotten the nation sticker. And hopefully you've posted it somewhere. I'm so behind on stickers. I'm sorry if you guys have sent stuff in. I got another batch of like 20 something going out today, so I'm sorry. But all you need to do is send me your uh, actual address via email and I will get that out for you. My email is josh at windowcleaningresource.com. Shoot me your info and I will get that out right, right away, I promise. And even most importantly, I am a sales rep for Window Cleaning Resource. So if there's anything that you need supply-wise or just questions, let me know my number direct, 862-312-2026. Or if you just want to say, what's up? Shoot me a text and give me show ideas. Just tell me you love it, whatever. I'll make sure to try and give you a shout out. You could text that number again, 862-312-2026. And that's all the babbling I have for now. We are here with Chrissy Lambeau. If you know who Christopher is, he is the owner of Window Cleaning Resource, windowcleaner.com. He is also the author of, can we say best-selling author? Is that a thing? Can we do that? Sure. Can I say best-selling author? He's a best-selling sure. author of the Window Cleaning Blueprint. Amazing book. People love it. He is the uh, head of forum groups. Uh, he's the head of Facebook groups. Everything. Chrissy Lambeau. What's going on, man? Man, Josh, that was a hell of an intro. <laughs> do, I don't even know what to say to that stuff. I, but, uh, I, you know, it's doing it so many times. It's it's pretty easy to kind of just throw it out there now. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. So can we can we get into the critique of your opener? I would love so, it. I would love it. Yeah. All right. So, so you said in the opener, if you don't like the show, you shouldn't even say that. You just just know everybody loves it. No. Yeah. You know, just. Right. Even if you don't like it, they're still gonna. I, I still want them to watch it. They're just gonna suffer through it, and then they're gonna write bad comments somewhere. But that's still talking. I don't care. I exactly. haven't had a negative exactly. comment sent to me yet, but I'm waiting for that text to be like, "Oh, you suck balls," and that's it. But I'm just gonna be like, "Thanks, I love hearing from my uh, my viewers." That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, oh, the negative comments must only be coming to me. <laughs> that's a, be a good time, time to, to recount them. We'll, we'll cover them later. We don't have that much time. It's uh, only like a thirty minute show. Uh, the show is too short, and you don't put them out uh, often enough. That's the only complaints I'm hearing. No, that's that sounds like complaints that you would say, but I've uh, I've gotten another <laughs> one. Thirty minutes is a little too long, um, and uh, they wish my nose wasn't so crooked. I did have somebody actually say I made a comment once in a video that my nose is crooked. Asked me why, like part of the joking, and somebody sent me something on live chat. They actually jumped on and were like, "Hey, I love the podcast. By the way, your nose isn't that crooked." I was like, "Oh, okay, oh. thanks." It's the nicest almost comment when you said it's not that crooked it wasn't really a comment but it's cool yeah yeah people say weird stuff to you online that they would just never say to you in person <sighs> it's computer weird. cowboys it's you have this like like i'm a bigger guy right if i was in person the, the people who have said like just awful stupid just 
a-hole stuff, would not say that to my face. You see them in real life, and they're like, oh, hey, buddy, how are you? You know? I have this one comments. guy that he emails me uh, every other day and tells me how much I suck, and he doesn't like me. And I don't ever really respond to him. I, I don't even know what to say. Occasionally, I reply with an LOL, and he really likes that I've engaged with him. <laughs> I know. I've been sending you those for now. How long under that alien? Oh, it's you. <laughs> Alan, I didn't know that was you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, that's uh, kind of the, the – everybody always thinks that, uh, you know, if you're like part of something that people always just call and kiss your butt. But I think people enjoy telling you negative things just as much if not more than like – there's people that probably really like the show and watch and never will tell me that they watch or like the show. But – you say something bad, there people will jump on you to try to tell you how it's not good. Yeah, totally. People love to talk shit. Yeah, it's their favorite thing to do, especially yeah. on the internet. But speaking of the internet, you uh, you started windowcleaner.com back when it was called Window Cleaning Resource, and it's the longest URL ever. I mean, you know, when I'm telling people that, it's like windowcleaningresource.com, and people don't know how to spell resource for some reason, but it's cool. But you switched oh, over oh, to window cleaning. Oh, oh, that was my other critique for you. At the beginning, yeah. you were like, hit me up at josh at windowcleaningresource.com, but you have that fancy josh at windowcleaner.com email address. Man, use it. It's so much shorter. It's so much better. It's a more powerful domain. It is. It is. So that, the name window cleaner has now, you have window cleaner under like every platform. So like Instagram and tell is there any platforms that you don't have that on yet? Mm. Uh, 2017 was a huge year for acquisitions for us. I spent a bunch of money this year acquiring uh, facebook.com slash window cleaner, instagram.com slash window cleaner, googleplus.com slash window cleaner, youtube.com slash window cleaner, medium.com slash window cleaner, twitter.com slash window cleaner, and I'm, I'm forgetting a couple. But uh, I wanted to get, you know, we got we got that awesome windowcleaner.com domain name a couple years ago, and we're in the process of phasing out the window cleaning resource uh, URL. Our company is still, of course, going to be called Window Cleaning Resource, but we are going to be just completely residing at at window cleaner. So windowcleaner.com, and then at window cleaner on all the popular social mm-hmm. platforms. That's crazy. So anything that anybody is on or looking at or listening to or doing anything, you can just click in Window Cleaner as the as the name, and it's probably going to come up with Window Cleaning Resource. So that's really pretty awesome. I mean, of all the other companies too, and this is not just because I'm associated with you guys, but of all the other companies, there used to be a whole uh, uh, dinosaur theory, we'll call it, and it was it, it like you from the get go, you knew it was going to be kind of like a um, a techie kind of edge of the technology thing and it's really has been there's i don't there's not another company out there that has the resources that that we have or the information that's out there or just the pictures of lifestyle wcr life like that is really a thing where that culture never existed 10 years ago and now all of a sudden it's a thing where people are just posting random pictures that are like i mean like luke stuff like the pictures are like that's art you know like never before has that been it's kind of just morphed that way what 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 kind of in that area is going to be expanded in the future like where is this all going where is it headed towards well i can't i can't divulge all the future plans and, and secrets but just to give you a little bit of insight why we did that you know when we first got into this market we ran our uh regular window cleaning business for seven or eight years before starting that and um 
I'd gone to some conventions and stuff like that. And I always had thought like, there's all these window cleaners that really like love window cleaning. And when you try to talk to somebody in your own personal life about window cleaner, like, ah, so you're just like a janitor. I was like, no, 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 you don't get it. You don't get it. It's so much better than that. It's cool. So we just thought like, we're going to try to make window cleaning cool. We want to make we want to make window cleaning cool. We want it to be cool to be a window cleaner. We want to make it look cool. We want to uh, have people feel cool for doing it. It's a tremendous industry. We love window cleaning. We love window cleaners. And we may as well make it cool. We may as well make the people that do it every day feel great about their jobs and like love what they do. You know, yeah. that's what we're trying to do. Trying to make window clean, cleaning cool again. Yeah, well, it's boosted. Wants, but yeah. <laughs> it's boosted it up though. People are like more. Con- this is the only industry I swear I could go to any state anywhere, call somebody up and be like, "Hey, I need to crash on your couch." They'd be like, "Sure, whatever." Like, I can't imagine any other industry kind of being this uh, personable and like just it, it's awesome. But anyway, on top of that, totally. you you had said that um, you had a company before, and I don't know if people know. I know a lot of people probably know everything about you, which is creepy in its own sense, but. You had like one of the largest uh, companies on the East Coast residentially, right? This is uh, how many years were you? Did you have all county window cleaning? Uh, it was like seven or eight years, maybe nine when I sold it. Nice. So, so you started this on your own, correct? And then you yep. kind of brought in your brother, which everybody knows Alex. Alex is the man, yep. if you call. Um, but you brought him in to kind of do stuff. Was he doing window cleaning with you at the, at the time too? Uh, so when I launched all County window cleaning, Alex was, I think 15 or 16. And I said to him, uh, one day, come on, let's make some extra bucks. Come out with me on Saturday. Cause I was pretty much just working by myself at that point. And, uh, we went to a house in Sparta and they had 32, uh, six by six, uh, style storm windows, you know, like 12 panes of glass with storm windows on the inside. By lunchtime, he was just like hating life. I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't say it almost brought him to tears, but, uh, he was not, he was not happy. But when the job was done and I split the money with him, he was like, Whoa. And he wasn't too jazzed about doing it. So, uh, I pulled my mom and I said, mom, I said, Alex, man, you can't have him sitting around. You got to put him to work, make him work with me. <laughs> So I kind of suck, sucked him in on the weekends like that. Nice. So then he eventually kind of started working with you, and uh, he's got to be super stoked that he's not cleaning windows anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talk <laughs> about it once in a while. Like, you know, it would be fun to kind of still do that. But, yeah, you know, we're just kind of tired of it. Yeah. Well, you got – it's like another avenue. Like everybody asked too. Right now I have companies that clean and do this, and it's just so many hats of like – 16 hours a day of all window cleaning and you have to like bring it hone it in so that you can focus on things you know it's like floodlight compared to laser kind of kind of theory so i totally get that but so if you've started the company and you accelerated so fast that that's why you had the book and that's why people always talk to you about things and i know it drives you crazy but i want to ask you a question now in that time what was like that one thing like the holy grail the one idea or concept that's sitting on top of that rock that like if you knew that that one thing what is that one thing that you could tell people who are either new or not new or what's the one thing that you the holy grail i i I don't know there's there's no there's no holy grail there's no silver bullet i I don't think it is because people get into this industry for i don't i don't think there is because people get into this industry for 
a wide spectrum of reasons. A lot of people get into it uh, just so they can work three or four days a week and make some great cash on the side. And then they can do, you know, other things that they do, you know, Uh, other people get into it uh, because they have no other options in life. Other people get into it because they see it could be a great money making opportunity. So it's hard to answer that without sort of like knowing who I'm talking to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For for me, like I, uh, I had done it for like three, four weeks with a guy ended up getting canned. So I started my own thing. And at first, like I wasn't taking it seriously. Like the first year I was just doing it for beer money, whatever, just to get by, just to hang out. You know, I was like 21, 22 years old, just not really taking life super seriously. But I started clicking pretty fast. Like, whoa, you can make a ton of money doing this, especially in the area where I'm at. I'm out in the woods, but we have some pretty high income areas around here because we're just right outside New York City. And it started clicking like, man, you, you, there's real money in this. Uh, the the one thing for me, you know, it, if I'm talking to somebody that's focused on growth and wants to build a bigger business was, you know, work hard, work hard and don't pay yourself much at first. Don't pay yourself anything. Just, just reinvest. Just scrape, just reinvest, scrape by, scrape by, live super poor, live super cheap. Uh, personally, but invest everything back into the business in a smart way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of the nice thing you kind of touched on is that people always say, you know, when you go to shows, how many guys you run in? And I always say this, like you can't run your business wrong because it's your business. You're right. No matter how you do it, but you can choose to get into it, um, for the time or the money or the freedom or the whatever and run that way. And you can always change it down the road. That's why this industry has so many JWs in it is because, I, the people, they just love to have that time. There's no other business that they can just be like, ah, this week I'm going to work two days. Next week I'm not working at all, but the next week I'll work a full week. Like you can just put that out there. So time is, I mean, the longer you're in the industry too, been there, done that kind of theory on some of the money stuff. It's all come and gone, but that time is what you have. Like I've been to every, like when my wife was pregnant, every doctor's appointment she ever had. When my kids got into school, I've been to every single event that they've ever had. I mean, no one else that I know of has been to every single thing. And that's that's freedom. Like freedom is completely uh, as valuable as money, I think. But Totally. Anyway. And, that, and that's why I loved it so much. It was like, I felt like, uh, I felt like, I felt like a cowboy, not yeah. like a cowboy but like you know there was just like no rules you know what i mean like it was like the wild west there was no regulations on residential there's nobody telling me what i needed to do Uh, yes i woke up every day being unemployed basically having to run out there hustle up jobs find money do stuff but like the freedom that comes with it is totally amazing just like you said uh my two daughters i haven't missed one thing at their school if they ever, you know, need to be picked up at school or anything done, like, boom, I'm there. I put my kids on the bus every day. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Love freedom. That's, that's the thing. Now, now, with you getting older, are you still like skating? You were like a big skater for a while, right? <sighs> I actually. Listen, listen, truthfully, the sticker packs have come out. That's very, very reminiscent of like skater life of like stickers and tagging stuff and just having like cool trendy little like what's the deal man you're not you're not skating anymore are you too old for that now 
I, I've been involved in the skateboard industry since I was 13, just yeah. absolutely loving it, Tw- even younger than that, 12. So, uh, so many of the things we've done at Window Cleaning Resource have just had a huge skateboard culture influence yeah. behind them. You know, you could see it in the sticker packs, you could see it in a lot of our design. Um, and uh, I've always loved skateboarding. I still love skateboarding. I was on my skateboard last night, just uh, tic-tacking around the basement just playing around my daughter, but I don't go out and do it anymore. I'm just, uh, I've, I've lost the desire for it a little bit. I'll, you know, I'll, like once a week I'll kick around in my driveway, but I don't go out with my friends anymore and do it. I've just, uh, in the past, I don't know, four or five years become super work focused more than ever. And right now I'm just, just putting all my time and energy every free second into, you know, the platform we're building at windowcleaner.com. So no. other priorities come up. No, man, life happens. Life yeah. happens. <laughs> it changes. That's all. It still keeps going. It just changes courses. So a lot of people don't know that you were like uh, a pseudo amateur professional snowboarder. Like you were sponsored, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. See, like this, look at this stuff that like everything you've done has been pretty, pretty epic up to, uh, up to this point. So you got like, big shoes to fill what's like the next if you could do anything right now end it all what would you do would you like buy an island and just hang out like on your own island and just relax or what would you do would you continue to work this hard forever or what uh well i would certainly install a uh, a beach into my basement so i can go down there i'd get a beach basement i'd relax have some sand trucked in but if I won the lotto, not that I play, but if I won the lotto, you know, $100 million, uh, I'd still be here tomorrow hanging out in my office slash closet. Like, nice. <laughs> this is this is what I want to do. I'm, I'm not really, like, super money focused. I'm more, like, just excited about the things we're doing and building here. So yeah. I'd still be here. So there's still enough excitement to keep you focused on it. That's, I think that's why a lot of people, like, end up selling their company is because – Business owners, we all have ADD. We're like all across the board. We're all over the place. And I think people will get eventually get bored. That's why you, so many of us have like three companies or three ideas or three things going on. Or, I mean, we love that extra craziness going on. That's just how business owners are kind of made. It's a big mistake. It's a big mistake, by the way. But we all get sucked into the trap. Yeah. You only have 100% of you. So if you have two businesses, you can only equally give them 50%. Now one business is now lacking 50% because you have two ideas. Like you just totally. can't, you can't totally go bigger than that. But what's the deal with well, the here, well, in the back? Well, let me touch on that for a second. Yeah. Uh, you know, what a lot of people end up doing is they end up seeing pretty, pretty great success with their first business because they put a lot of, they put a lot of time and energy to it. It was their baby and they loved it and they worked on it every day and they automatically think, damn, damn, I've been doing this for four or five years. I'm really good at business. Let me just start a bunch of other things. And you know what happens? They suck. They start Mm -hmm. to fail because so much wasn't put into the new businesses like it was the first business. And they end up crumbling overall because uh, they detracted, uh, they took time away from their main income stream. I like to think of the first business, not, you know, or your core business is kind of like, like the stake. And if you're going to start some other side projects, you have to keep them, uh, or you know, maybe consider them side dishes. You can only, you can only dedicate so many time to these extra cash ideas that you have and if you take your eye off your main business your main income producing business they're all going to fail but if you make sure this one's successful these will all succeed because you haven't taken your your 
eye off the ball of the important one, you know, yeah. even though maybe you're not passionate about it anymore, but if it's spitting off money, then. Yeah. Well, it's a kid. Like it is a legitimate kid. You know, you have a five-year-old, you can't just leave and be like, all right, well, I guess I'll focus on another kid right now. That five-year-old doesn't know what to do. Like they're not self-sustaining enough. Like systems are so hardcore embedded in business that if you have strong enough systems you can leave that a little bit more because it's running but people don't understand that to leave that business and how many hats you have working there and owning it that to hire that many people like you're going to take a significant pay decrease because now you need to hire three people just to cover that bit of you because they need to be paid for it you didn't need to be paid to do human resources and to do the hiring and firing and do the marketing and do the seo and the do all that stuff. So a lot of people, they, they do let their ADD kind of run rampant, but you pulled Big it mistake. off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what's the deal with that? Oh man, this is my, this is my squeegee ring. This is a boomerang shaped like a squeegee made by a buddy of mine. Really appreciative. He sent it to me and it actually works. Like look at my Facebook page. I have a couple great videos of playing with it in the backyard and like you could throw this thing. What's Crazy. Well, cool. I just yeah. I had a, I knew there was some kind of a story about that, but but quickly I did want to let um I did want to say that um you are potentially going to be doing an actual series on uh, Window Cleaner uh, Facebook page, potentially doing some lives with me what's coming what's going on with that is that gonna happen are we gonna do something uh well this is you using the assumptive clothes on me mm -hmm. uh you, you 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 dropped this on me last night and i and i told you my conditions uh and so everybody else knows uh i'm a morning person i'm up at 4 30 i'm rocking and rolling first thing i'm getting it done i'm on fire and Josh does the night shift at Window Cleaning Resource. He's uh, faithfully helping out our awesome customers to 11, 12 o'clock at night. So we, we got a bit of a schedule conflict. I'm on in the morning. You're on in the night. So it's like, when is it going to happen? You just wake up a couple hours earlier and I'll go to bed a couple hours later and we'll still we'll, we'll meet up. <laughs> You know, I, I always tell people like I'm not like you know how John uh, can answer the phone 24 hours a day and he's chipper and I if you, if I answer the phone at two in the morning you're a not going to understand me and b I'm not going to remember even talking to you so it's not going to much matter to do that. Some people are morning people, some people aren't. So uh, that's all in your head. You could become a morning person, but um, yeah, by you know. It really, you know, the ideal time to do like a Facebook live show is eight or nine o'clock East Coast time. That's when the Facebook groups and the page are just seeing their absolute highest traffic. Yeah. Uh, fortunately for me, yeah, I'd be in bed. Time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. We'll have a show from from you in in bed. You know, with the real close up with just the glow of your computer screen, trying to talk quiet because your wife is sleeping, and <laughs> it'd just be super super awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, I, either way, I appreciate that you took the time out today to talk to me a little bit, and uh, hopefully we can do some lives together. Hopefully we can do that. And um, coming up here, I know people will listen to this forever, but we are coming up on Black Friday. We got anything cooking for Black Friday? Is it something people should watch for? What's the deal with that? Yeah, man. Of course we're going to have some Black Friday sales. They're going to be amazing. We're going to have we're going to have everything and more. Nice. Everything, everything and more. And more. That's like infinity plus. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We, I, 
uh, you know, as we approach the end of the year, we always have uh, excess stock of things in the warehouse. We typically unload those on Black Friday for pretty close to cost. Um, just, you know, to free up some cash flow, uh, you know, slim down some product lines that we don't need to carry all winter. And uh, we usually unload those around Black Friday. Last year, our Black Friday sale, uh, we sold out of all the cool stuff like the first day. Um, so this year we actually, uh, trickled our black Friday sales out yesterday and today to our WCRA members to give them a first crack at it. And then, nice. uh, whatever's left is for the general public on Friday, maybe a little nice. bit sooner than that. Nice. Very cool. Well, if you are watching or listening and you need any supplies black Friday or not, make sure to hit me up eight, six, two, three, one, two, two, zero, two, six. But I do want to thank Chris for hanging out. And like I said, hopefully we'll be doing some stuff in the future. But that is our show for this week. Like I said before, if you are in the um, market for any uh, equipment, definitely let me know. If you have questions, definitely let me know. Some of the best parts of the week is just when people text me saying, what's up? I love the show. Give me show ideas and all that stuff. So shoot me a text, say what's up. I'll hopefully give you a shout out on the next show. And a let me just stop you. Yeah. Let me just stop you. Yeah. You've been trying to get me on this show for a full year, a full year, mm-hmm. and you have me, and you're cutting me off that soon. Nice. That soon? You, you know, you know the Joe Rogan podcast. They go for like four or five hours. Oh, I know. Just say they just they just talk. They just talk. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, stay tuned. We may have an extended uh, podcast version with uh, the Chris, but. Uh, but either way, that's it for this week. I appreciate you guys watching, listening, following, everything else. Uh, go out there, be epic, and go make some money. It's great. Thanks for having me, Josh. I love the show. I listen to it faithfully. I just love it. Love it. Thanks. Love it. Everybody should be listening. It's the best podcast in professional window cleaning. If you're a professional window cleaner, you should be listening. You're out there all day cleaning glass. Boom. Be listening, man. Find out what's happening in the window cleaning world. I like that. I, I feel the same exact way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Later, bro. Have a good one. Adios.